my creative friends. Welcome back to the Do It For The Process podcast. I'm Emily Jeffords, and it's an honor to be with you today, as always. If you're just joining us, this is part two of a goal-setting series. Part one was last week. I recommend that you listen to it maybe more than once. It's a lot of, um, I put a lot into that episode. It's only 30 minutes long, but it is very full of mindset shifts and things to ponder and to think through and to really let soak into your emotional and mental state as an artist. Um, So I definitely recommend that you go back and listen to that episode if you haven't done so yet. This episode is gonna get a little bit more nitty gritty, a little bit more nerdy. If you haven't done so yet, you will probably need to download the workbook that accompanies this episode. You can find it right via the link below right via the link below. You know what I mean? Just down below or on my website. If you are listening to this in January of 2022, it'll be right at the top of my homepage at emilyjeffordslearn.com. If you're listening to this after that date and time, no problem. Click the link right below and you will find it. Okay. Let's dive in. We have a lot to get through today and I want to keep this as focused as possible. In the last episode, we went through a lot of mindset shifts, a lot of heart work, a lot of reframing of of lies and beliefs into things that are actually more positive and more true. (laughs) Thank goodness. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to turn your goals into realities. Um, As I said in the last episode, your dreams are inside of you for a reason. The things that you long for are calling to you inside of your body because they should be there, not because they are silly or not worth your energy or something that's just a lovely idea, but not a good reality. No, 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 no. I don't think that's actually true. I think if we're honest with ourselves, then the things that we long for are in our bodies and in our minds because they should be honored. They should be given time and space to be considered at least. So if you are longing for something, if you have a beautiful vision, you have a beautiful dream, I'm going to ask that you begin thinking of that longing or that vision as an aspiration. So turn your, your dream, your longing into something that you begin to aspire towards. And that, that shift can be subtle. But that shift is essentially you giving your vision, your dream permission to be taken seriously. An aspiration is something that you actually aspire. You're moving towards. You are literally taking action towards, if only in your mind, if only in your heart, that that vision is is now able to have oxygen. It's now able to have a bit of life sewn into it. And what happens when you begin to offer your dreams and your visions oxygen and permission is they begin to grow and they begin to become a bit powerful and they begin to become a little bit real. And suddenly you're leading a life that is astounding and may look very different than you imagined at this stage. That's the case for me. I never thought I would be selling my work around the globe. I never thought that I'd be mentoring so many artists. I never thought I would have a podcast. <laughs> I, you can anticipate everything. But if you begin to feel accustomed to breathing life into your dreams, then suddenly your dreams begin to grow because they're no longer being belittled. 
right? They're no longer used to being, oh, she's not going to blame me again. They're not going to take me seriously. They're not going to like give this any space or any permission. (sighs) Give your dreams permission. Give your dreams permission to grow and to thrive because they will, and they'll take you to places that you never could have imagined. So as you begin to tip your dreams into aspirations, moving towards them, giving them, you know, life and energy, let's think about, about where you're headed. Okay. If you have your workbook, I am going to turn way over to page number 16. The first um, episode in this series, we talked about some mindset shifts. We talked about the previous 15 pages or so. Turn or scroll over to page 16, and we're going to begin to turn some of these dreams into actions. And it you know, may make you a bit nervous, a bit sweaty, and that's okay. The first step before you begin penning anything is to, again, sit with your visions, sit with your aspirations. What do you want? In the last episode, I asked you the question, how do you want to feel each day? And inside of that question is the permission to own your desires. What do you want? (laughs) I, I love that question so much. It's so liberating. It's so freeing to get to answer that just for yourself. You don't have to tell me your answer or anyone else your answer. Just acknowledge for yourself what you want and you can achieve what you want because you are powerful and you are beautiful and you have all the abilities inside of you because guess what? That dream would not be inside of you if it didn't belong there. I firmly believe that. We are only able to dream what we innately know is possible for us. Otherwise, that dream is just a taunting, mean thing. And I don't think that's, I don't think that's what dreams do. I think that dreams are your honest truth, asking you to give them permission and life and oxygen. Okay. So on page 16, I ask you to write down your aspirations. And I want these to be things that are honest and achievable and yet a little bit of a stretch. I want you to be comfortable stretching. I have a theory about goals that isn't the most popular theory, but it works for me. So I hope this also helps you. Um, My theory about goals is you should set goals that may be a little bit hard to hit. And I'm going to, I'm going to flip some of this capitalist egotistical nonsense that we've been taught our whole lives. And I'm going to say that if you constantly meet your goals and your expectations, that you're not allowing your dreams enough space. Because if you constantly write down the right answer on your paper, then you're not actually allowing your intuition to have space to amaze you. And it's okay if you don't match your, your, (laughs) the thing that you write down does not have to be true. Um, for instance, what I'm what I'm thinking of in particular is, you know, sometimes we write down numbers that we feel like we should write down, or they feel like they might be right, or they're very achievable. So we want to feel good. Our egos are fragile, so we want to give them that little boost of like, I got it, I got the thing that I was aiming towards. Set goals that are a little bit audacious. Because when you begin to reach a little bit too far, you go a little bit further than you might have otherwise. For instance, maybe you have a, a goal, and this is silly. This is not to spin you off track. I'm just going to give an example, okay? Maybe you have a goal of getting 100 new Instagram followers in the next month, okay? That's a great goal. Very achievable. You can totally do that. 
I have no doubt, no matter who you are or how many followers you currently have, you can match that goal. That's, that's, you've got this. Um, if you need some insight, by the way, go back to the Instagram podcast episodes. I have ideas for you. Okay. That's a side note. (laughs) Um, if that's your goal and for instance, maybe that goal seems really hard for you. Maybe that is a stretch. Then that is a stretch style aspirational goal. If that goal seems like, yep, I can probably do that by tomorrow, then that is not a good goal. (laughs) That goal is not stretching you far enough. You're not having to reach far enough. You're not having to try new things and innovate and be a little bit nervous, not in a bad way, in a healthy way. You're excited, right? So what are your aspirations? And be okay with reaching a little bit too far and letting your ego get out of the way It is not needed here right now. This is for your intuition and your aspirations to have a conversation. Okay. What are your personal and lifestyle aspirations? And I'm going to use the word aspiration because I want you to, again, that, that energy, that reaching that constant, um, I think aspiration has a better energy than the word goal in this, in this context. Goals are great outside of this. Let's, let's talk about those in a moment, but in this headspace, we are imagining, we are thinking, where could I go? Where can I stretch? It's a very active and expansive word. And I want you to feel that. I want you to feel that kind of like, oh, that imagination that's allowed to come into this conversation. We are imagining a better future. We're imagining um, more success or more bounty or more wherever your your aspirations are bringing you, you're able to imagine a better space, right? So personal and lifestyle aspirations. What are your business aspirations? What are your creative exploration aspirations? It's a lot of <laughs> creative exploration aspirations. So where do you want to move creatively? Where do you want to aspire in your creative work? The next question is, where do you want to aspire in your inspiration and in clarity? And these things might feel really loose and maybe you're like, I don't know how to answer that. That's okay. Sit with it. Sit with it. Where do you want to grow in your inspiration? And maybe that's just, you need more space. Maybe you need more mental clarity. Maybe you need more time away from life or from work or from the computer or from your kids or from whatever to just find some inspiration for a moment. That's valid. I hear that. (laughs) That's kind of why I went to Paris actually, because I I sensed that I needed more inspiration in my life. The next question is, where are you aspiring financially? And this question, again, your ego might want to sneak in here. No, not needed. Egos are not needed in this, in this stage. They're helpful in other ways, but right now, you know, this is just for your intuition. And at this phase, I want you to let your inspiration bring you a little bit further than you may expect. <laughs> and I'm saying this because I know that several artists I've talked to recently aimed a little bit too low and they reached their goal. Congratulations. But they didn't know their goal could be higher. They didn't know that their goal could be a little bit bigger and that it had they aimed for that slightly larger goal, that slightly more um, expansive idea, they would have gotten there. They would have totally reached that goal as well. So aim a little bit 
uh, more expansive, be a bit more expansive than your ego and your fear may allow because you as a creative entrepreneur can meet your financial aspirations. Okay. And then we're going to tip into a word that can have a lot of different meanings. And I want you to use one that comes to your intuition. What are your health aspirations? And like I said, this can go a lot of different ways. It can go physical. It can go creative. It can go relational. It can go emotional or spiritual. There's so many different routes. Choose the one that your intuition brought you to first. What are your health aspirations? And then we're going to talk about impact. What are your philanthropic, philanthropic, there we go, I got it. Um, or what's the impact that you want your work to have? It can be, you know, monetary, you want to give back very tangibly in that way, or it can be a little bit more idealistic where you're sharing ideas and sharing messages, or it could be you're giving back time or energy or other kinds of resources. Again, your intuition will guide you. And I think this is a great space to intentionally plan. Um, it, it can be something that you plan for the next three months, the next 12 months, whatever it may be. Where are you aspiring to give back in some way? And then what are your growth or your learning aspirations? This is a great place to settle in because it can be so tempting to grow in all the ways that the internet tells us to grow or our friends are growing or, you know, there's just so many different ways that you can, you can grow. <laughs> but if you think I want to focus on my growth in these three areas, then you can focus on those and you can make progress on those, which is the goal, right? Okay. Those are my aspiration questions for you. And again, if you have some question marks around any of these, just sit with them and nourish the question and know that questions are appropriate here. Okay. The next worksheet is worksheet number five. It's on page 17 and it's called find your creativity. And I'm going to prompt you to answer these questions. Honestly, always, always, honestly, but let's talk about how you can actually conjure up inspiration. Inspiration is not magical. Inspiration is not a mythical unicorn. We have to chase through the meadow and hope that we catch. No, you can actually train your inspiration. You can nourish your inspiration. You can, you can essentially summon it on command if you get really good at this. So let's talk about how to reverse engineer your creativity so that you can summon inspiration almost at your beck and call, <laughs> which is awesome when you get to that place in your creative practice. And the nice thing is once you begin to understand what things bring you to an inspired state, you can just do them again. So I feel most alive when fill in the blank, or maybe talking with somebody always inspires me or listening to Emily Jeffords podcast always inspires me <laughs> listening to music, um, whatever it may be. Again, this is your space. There are no wrong answers except for dishonest answers. So as long as you're being honest, you're golden talking with blank always inspires me or maybe visiting someplace, someone, something 
always inspires me. This could be visiting the woods. This could be visiting Paris. That's mine. <laughs> this could be visiting your local bakery. This could be visiting with your grandmother, whatever it may be. Visiting blank always inspires me. Activities that feed my creativity and just go ahead and list them out. The more we can, again, think this fed me, if I do this, then I'll feel inspired, the better, the better, because the more you can begin to value that activity, which is awesome when that happens. Habits I need to form to create better work and then just kind of list out those habits. Maybe it's the habit of clearing out your work, your workstation before you leave for the day. Or maybe it's the habit of making your favorite herbal tea to kind of trigger that when I have this tea, I am then creative. Or maybe it's the habit of, I don't know, giving your kids a Netflix show for 30 minutes and then you can sit down to work for 30 minutes and you can create some magic quickly because you know that you don't have much time. So use your time wisely. <laughs> That's speaking from experience. Um, Okay. So again, the more you can begin to reverse engineer your inspiration, the more you can tap into it, the more it can become consistent and almost trainable, which I know sounds crazy, but it's a hundred percent true. The next worksheet, worksheet number six on page 18 gets really practical. We're no longer talking in uh, esoteric, beautiful, abstract ideas. We're talking about concrete mapping out of your goals. And I'm, I'm asking you to do this on this worksheet by quarter. So quarter one, which would be January through March, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four. So three month increments. I've broken it down into three month increments because by the end of that time span, you will have actually planned out your whole year. But oftentimes looking at the entire year calendar can be a little bit daunting and a bit overwhelming, but as you begin to plan out your business, it's important to think, okay, what do I have that will bring in income and allow me to express myself creatively in the first quarter of the year, the second quarter, the third quarter, and then the fourth quarter. If you have those large goals in place, then you have a lot of freedom to move around those goals and to play around those goals, knowing that those large goals are going to sustain you, sustain your business in a lot of ways. This practice also helps you to see when maybe you have a few too many things happening at once. <laughs> um, a lot of us tend to do this where we kind of stack all of our projects for a certain part of the year, leaving the rest of the year a little bit empty, and then we scamper and scurry and have too many things on our plates. So hopefully this kind of mapping out of your year will keep you from overfilling one season while also underfilling a different season. Also, as a business owner, this keeps your profitability nice and flowing. It keeps your energy flowing. You're not wearing yourself out or burning out, I hope right? Let's avoid that. <laughs> so map out your quarters and then that will also help you map out your whole year. In the margins of this, especially if you're someone that maybe undervalues the things that really, really, really matter to you, I recommend putting in a few of your personal goals. Maybe you want to go on a vacation, put that on the calendar. Otherwise, guess what? The calendar will fill up and you're going to be like, oh, another year without a vacation. Cool. Don't do that. Um, maybe you want to put in some personal goals like running a marathon. Wow. <laughs> that would be impressive. I will not be adding that to my calendar this year. 
or probably next year, but I salute you if that's on yours. Um, you know, things that really matter in your personal life. Back to that, that last worksheet that we had about finding your aspirations, your personal lifestyle aspirations, your health aspirations, your growth aspirations. Maybe you want to learn a language this year. If so, you have to prioritize that within your energy. So where does your energy need to go to make your aspirations a reality? Keeping in mind your business, keeping in mind your creative work, all the parts of you, right? You, your business, and your creative work all have their own unique needs. And it's important to value all of them as the person who is in charge of all of them, which is awesome. And also a little bit terrifying, but it's fine. (laughs) Okay, the next worksheet is your action plan. I'm gonna let you work through this on your own. I ask you to identify your goal, write down the steps that you will take from achieving your goal or to help you achieve your goal, measure your success and your progress, actually acknowledge the resources needed to accomplish this plan or this goal. If you're planning on launching a course or a collection of work or having a photo shoot or whatever it may be, what are the steps that are needed to reach that goal? What are the measurable, actionable things that you can document as saying, I have made progress towards this goal? And then what are the resources needed to actually accomplish that goal? Do you need any money? Do you need energy? Do you need time? Maybe all of the above. I recommend printing out this sheet in particular. I don't know, like maybe a hundred (laughs) times. Not really. Save some trees, please. Um, But you may need to print this one more than once, this, this one particular worksheet, because I think most of our aspirations deserve to be mapped out in this way where you turn the aspirations into an actionable goal. They're no longer just these lovely fluffy things in our hearts and in our minds. They now are going to be acted upon. So the action plan worksheet is incredibly important as you actually turn your aspirations into reality. And then the next worksheet is so helpful. This is where community comes into play. This may be the collective if you're in the collective. This may be making artwork if you're joining us in March. This may be your best friend or your sister or someone that just gets you and understands what this career entails. Accountability. Your dreams are big. (laughs) Your aspirations might scare you. And it can be very, very helpful once your aspiration has solidified in your heart and in your mind, you know that it's real. It's no longer just something that you're going to keep, you know, putting off to the side forever and ever and ever. Once you've decided to turn your aspiration into a goal, it can be very, very powerful to talk to somebody about that goal. Talk it through with them. Make sure that it makes sense. Make sure that they are a trustworthy and honoring person before you do this, by the way. If the person that you're going to speak to constantly puts your goals down or doesn't seem like they're going to trust the validity of your goal, then find someone else. This is a fragile stage of the process and it needs to be someone that you can trust, that will trust in you, that will honor your goal, that will believe in you, that will support and champion your vision because you are doing that for yourself. Congratulations. Now you need to have a community that will also do that for you. If you're in the collective, we are those people. (laughs) We fully believe that creatives can thrive 
and we will help you do so. So definitely come to our community with that if you're a member of the collective. Um, if you're a member of Making Your Work, I got you. Yes, this whole community is going to be 100% on board for your visions and your goals. And not only on board, but we will work together to make them a reality, which is very, very exciting. So the accountability worksheet, um, it's very, very important to walk through this in a safe and healthy way. And this can be accountability with you and this paper. If you have no one in your life that's going to be a cheerleader for your vision, then just writing these things down and saying them to yourself and believing in yourself might be enough. It might be enough until you find that community where you can um, you know, find the people that are going to support and champion you. But it may be enough just to have this sheet in your view, put it up on your refrigerator, put it in your if you have an art table, put it near your art table, put it near your computer, whatever it may be, wherever you need to see this, believe in yourself because your goals and your visions are worth your energy. Your creative work is worth your energy. I hope this has been helpful for you. I hope this entire workbook has been a space to expand and to believe that your dreams are worth your effort because they absolutely are. If your dreams are ready to be turned into a reality, but you need a little bit of practical advice or a little bit of practical knowledge behind this new beautiful vision that you have, then definitely join Making Art Work when the doors open on March 3rd. This course is designed to help you grow in your creative business, to find unbelievable success in this career that is opening up to you. It is for artists, for creatives. In three short months, we cover every aspect of running a successful, profitable, sustainable, and joy-filled creative business. This course happens once a year and 2022 is going to be the best year yet. I am so excited about it. And while the course is very enjoyable, I know not what you expected to hear about a business course, but it's completely true. It's joy-filled, it's happy, it's lively, it's engaging, the community is so on fire, but the results that the students get are absolutely mind-blowing. Last year, just after launching the or finishing the course, um, students launched businesses, they sold collections, they sold out of collections, they began growing email lists, gaining deep understanding for how to market naturally and effectively, and are currently seeing massive growth still. The thing that humbles me and just makes me so excited as the the person who gets to run this course and gets to mentor and educate in this in this way is I get to see the lasting results of the good work that we do together. The alumni of Making Our Work across the board have more passion, have higher sales, and just more joy in their sustainable and beautiful and complex creative businesses. I always say that art school teaches you how to paint, how to create, how to work with this beautiful aesthetic medium that you've chosen, but making artwork teaches you how to run a creative career. And you don't really need art school, but don't tell anyone I said that, okay? <laughs> Doors open March 3rd. I can't wait to see you in there. If you are ready for some growth, I would love to help you accomplish that. Inside of this workbook also, there is a discount to making your work. Um, it's only available inside of the goal setting workbook. So go download that. It's this, it's linked right below. You can access it easily via the link. Um, I would love to see you in there again, doors open March 3rd. 
They close March 10th. It happens once a year. It is life-changing, and I cannot wait to watch your dreams turn into aspirations, which turn into goals, which become your beautiful reality. Okay, bye for now.